0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وبارك على we continue with a discussion around the maqaddimah of Shah al by Imam Aba and previously we were discussing that when it comes to the affair of unity, unity cannot occur except with the Unity upon one Akhidah. And so true unity cannot be established when there's a khilafat in Akhidah. So when there are differences in aqidah then you cannot state that there's this is true unity. And this is where the Shafiq continues by mentioning. And so, if the people truly want unity of the Muslims, then upon them first and foremost is to correct the Aqidah. Aqidah that rusul, min a And so this is the Aqidah in which the messengers, from the beginning of them, the first of them, all the way to the last of them, gave great importance to. And they began their da'wah with, each and every one of the messengers began their da'wah with the da'wah of Aqidah. Allah Ta'ala mentions وَلَقَدْ بَعَفْنَا فِي كُلِ أُمَّةِ الْرُسُولَةِ أَلِئِبُدَ اللَّهَ وَشِلِبُوا الْتَعْبُوتُ They need to be sent to every nation, every nation a messenger with the command of which Allah alone that's throwing away from the food's deities. So this is the da'a of the Anbiya wa Rasul. The da'a of the Anbiya wa Rasul is the da'a of the Tawheed, calling the people to Tawheed. And this is what they began the da'a with. Irrespective of who they were calling. So when we, when we look and we ponder upon the da'wah of those that came before us, of the nations that preceded us, from the nations of Isa alayhi salam, or Musa alayhi salam, or Yusuf alayhi salam, or Nuh alayhi Each and every one of them began their da'wah of the dawah of the Tawheed. Sheikh al-Shaykh allah he mentions an important point in relation to this as well. And he mentions this in the face of the different calls that you see the people calling to and how people seek to establish dawah in this day and age. And he mentions the, the point of Musa, for example. His dawah began with Tawheed, just like any of the other Ambiya. Musa A.S. lived amongst Ibn Israel, and they faced the trials of Fir'aun. Fir'aun in and of himself was a tyrant. Fir'aun in and of, him, of himself was a valim, an individual that was oppressive towards his people, causing or ordering the killing of the abanat of Ibn Israel. All the killing of the male children of Bin Israel. And greater than that, and even worse than that, is that he called upon himself and claimed upon himself the affair of Rabubiyah. By the I am your Lord the Most High. So, this is the state of Firaun as a ruler of the people at the time. However, the da'wah of Musa alayhi was not a da'wah that was haraki. It was not a da'wah of revolutionary of, of revolutionary a revolutionary dawah, should we say. It was not a da'wah where he called the people to overthrowing the ruler. And this ruler from the was of the worst of the people, in the history of mankind. However, this was not the da'wah. This is not the call. Cool that he called the people to. He did not call the people to removing the ruler, the they of removing the ruler, or because this is for the maslaha of the people, or what he regarded as being for the benefit of the people. Rather, his call was a call to Tawheed, was a call to establishing the affair of Tawheed, the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, without any partners. And his call was not one, as we mentioned, of revolution. Likewise, the affair of Yusuf, also mentioned by the chef. Yusuf was imprisoned and faced personal struggles and trials. However, he did not make this imprisonment part of his dawah. His da'wah was not to call the people to or bring them to the attention of any hardships that he faced as an individual, or any hardships or any injustice that he faced from the rule of the time. Rather, his da'wah began likewise with Tawheed. His da'wah began calling the people to Tawheed and establishing Tawheed. Likewise, the affair of Ibrahim Salaam, where he was opposed by Nimrud and another, Nimrud claiming, and he would be likewise for himself by way of by way of stating, Ana Uhi wa I am the one that can bring about life and death. I in comparison compared himself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. However, the discussion and his da'wah and the base of his da'wah was not one of rulership and the affair of the ruler. Rather, the da'wah was again a call to Tawheed. As this is one of the same. But of course the affair of the Prophet, وسلم, where he called the people first and foremost to Tawheed. He brought the people together upon Ahida. Because so this is where true unity occurs. And so even though there were, greater Ill, or there were great ills that the people may, face, may have faced, he did not seek to remove those ills directly or by way of revolution. Rather, he sought to deal with each and every one of these messages in reality sought to deal with these affairs by way of the root, by way of their basis. And that basis is the basis of a Tawheed, and so this is uh, an important point mentioned here. In, uh, in, in addition to the points that I mentioned by here, Chef Al-Fawzan, when it comes to unity, unity occurs with Aqid upon Aqidah, with no doubt as well, the call, when you're calling the people to the truth, the call to the truth should begin with Aqeedah. Should begin with your belief, your creed, what do you believe in. And it must be called Tawheed. And the reality is, is that people will discuss many ills that they face within society or life itself. Many of the harms that they face within the dunya. And from the nature of mankind is that we may be impatient. And so due to that, the people seek to remove those harms by whatever means necessary. And maybe seek means which are yani by way of seeking means which are subsidiary means, secondary means. And not dealing with the issue at its hustle at its root. And so within that it's clear that the person not understood the reality of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and his rubiya for if a person seeks to remove the ills by way of turning away from the correct creed then they've not understood that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is the one that has control over everything he is the one that disposes of the affairs of the creation so if the person truly wants and intends for rectification of other affairs, then of course they must rectify their relationship first and foremost with the one that has control over all their affairs. And so if the person truly wants unity amongst the believers, then upon them is to rectify their relationship with the one that controls all of the affairs, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for this will be the first of the means that brings about that unity. And so this is the Da'wah of the of the And they began their their call with Tawheed. And (coughs) the Sheikh goes on to the mission of And so if the people are united when it comes to Aqidah, when it comes to their creed, then the Ummah itself will be united. Now, this إن كانوا جادين وصادقين في دعواتهم That's if they are truly striving and serious and truthful in that which they're calling to. And so، he goes الترجمة لكن يسخرون من الذين يتكلم في ويدعو إلى هذا. We read all that and you're muslimin Where you read the... However, you find that they speak ill. And they even mock those that speak about aqidah. So the people say that they want unity. However, the one that truly is seeking unity is the one that is seeking to rectify the creed of the people. And then they will say that so-and-so when they're calling to the correct creed, that so-and-so, he is one that, he's a person that makes takfir of the people, and he declares the people to be non-Muslims, the likes of them. Or the person is intended to split the Muslims, and it intends this and it intends that, and other than that by which that they say. However, the one that truly contemplates upon the reality of it, And the reality of this call, and this call to unity. When a person says that these individuals are splitting the Muslims, the reality is is that the split has already occurred. When they say that so-and-so, when they seek to rectify the creed, they are splitting the Muslims, then they have overlooked the reality that the split has occurred. The people have already split away from the correct creed. The message of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam informed us of this. But when we state, listen, that this ummah will divide into 73 sects. All of them will be in the fire except for one. When we understand this narration, we understand that this, the, the reality is that these sects do not come about because the people have clarified aqeelah. These sects do not come about because the people have clarified the correct belief. Rather, those that clarify the correct belief have made cash of the reality, have, have exposed the reality that some individuals have turned away from the Salat al-Mustaqeen. When you have the narration of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu where he drew the narration of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, where he drew the line in the sand, and he drew lines going from the left of it and to the right of it. It says that this is the Samir of Allah. That this straight line, the first straight line is this, the path of Allah. The Surat al-Mustaqeem. And he drew the lines going from the left of it and to the right of it. Saying that these are the sub of the shaytan. These are the paths of the shayateen. And, the shay- t- and every, at the end of each and every path of the shaitan calling the person away from it. The shaitan calling the person away from that straight path does not occur because Akeen has been clarified. Rather, the opposite is the truth. The Aqeel has been clarified, so it is made clear, clear to the people what is that additional straight path. That additional straight path to the message of Allah, <laughs> this is what is clarified to the people. However, in order to deter the people from the call of this clarity, they will state that these individuals are seeking to divide the Muslims and turn them away, and turn them away from the truth, or turn them away from unity. And so we say to them in response, it's not possible to unite the Muslims upon other than the correct creed. It's not possible to do that, it was upon other great creed. As Allah ta'ala Island states, what could we get but Allah here later with Kuntu Ada for Allah Fabina Columico for Asbato be yet better here, Wada, what Kuntu Allah Shafa Hufratim in a Dale for Uncoffed Kubilha, Uncover Kubilha, Kadaric, you made Allah who lack of ayat, he lack of tattoo. As Allah Hotta Island states, I remember the blessing of Allah Ta'ala upon you. I remember the blessing of Allah Ta'ala upon you. That once you were enemies to one another. And he you united your hearts and you became, by way of his blessings, brothers to one another. And you were at the edge of the pit of fire. And he, Ta'ala, saved you from it. Likewise, and it's thus that Allah Ta'ala clarifies to you his verses and his signs so that you may be from those that are truly guided. So the reality is, is that these individuals, the people, were enemies to one another. Enemies to one another, and this is the, this, the discussion about the reality of jahiliya. The time of Jahiliyyah, in which the people were enemies to one another, like opposing tribes, competitors to one another, and there was no unity. And that which occurs from unity amongst them, occurred due to the fact that the Prophet وسلم, came with his bi'atha, with his dubuwa, came with his prophecy. And at the head of his prophecy, at the beginning of his dawah, no doubt, was a dawah to Tawheed. And this is what brought the hearts together. So once, they were rivals to one another. These individuals were rivals to one another. However, they were brought together and united upon the correct creed. And so, the people are not united except upon the correct creed. And that correct creed in which all of the prophets and messengers came with, from the first of them all the way to the seal of them, Muhammad something. As states we did not send. And we have rasul, that we have to him that we no been rasul, that worship. we there is no deity worthy you worship, besides me, besides Allah. So worship me. And I direct the worship to Allah. Likewise, Allah Ta'ala says, وَإِنَّ, وَأَنَ And indeed, your nation is one nation. I am your Lord, so worship me. Or am your lords so? Have piety and, and taqwa towards me. Now and likewise in the statement of Allah Ta'ala in the hands of Ummah Umbut al Wahida Wa Allah Rabbukom Faqmudun and indeed your Ummah is one Ummah, one nation, and I am your Lord, so worship me. And so as mentioned this Affair of unity does not occur except when it comes to the worship of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala Alone. is Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Now, and Allah Taala, the worship of Allah Taala is the Hak, is the truth, and anything worship other than Him is barred it's is falsehood. The says, And that is Allah, Ta'ala, that He is the truth. And that anything that is called upon besides Him, other than Him, then it is falsehood. And He is Allah, Aliyul Kabir, and the Most High and the Greatest. فهذا so this is how and this is the place in which the unity of the Muslims can occur and the unity of the Muslims being upon one can occur And so, if the people are truthful in that claim, and truthful in what they are upon in terms of their creed, then these are the individuals that will rectify and correct their creed, correct that which they believe in. And they will negate anything from deviation, and against anything that may enter upon that, enter upon that in, from falsehood. Just as, sister, so they can be as upon that which Muhammad wa sallam, came with. As just so that they that the Muslims can be united upon one affair. And so this is the uh, intent of the uh, Imba of the Salaf, of the Imams of the Salaf, from the Ba Bahari, his book is Mayna Idina, and his text is the text of are going through and, he, and in, this, in this series, where they would offer these texts and these books in order to clarify and explain the correct creed. وضلال الله الله and so due to that now Due to that you find that when the fitting came, when the trials and the tribulations came, there was a need for the ta'lif and the authorship of these books, when the trials came, and the splitting came, and the misguidance came, then you had a need for the authorship of these books explained in the Sunnah. That which the Prophet was upon, his companions were upon, and the Quruna Mufaddala, these less generations, and the pious generations of the Salaf were upon. And the one that adheres to that, Najah, the one that adheres to that essentially will be saved. That's what we understand from this wonderful article is that when there's a, there's a need, you will see the action from the A'imba where they hasten towards clarification of the truth. Hasten towards clarification of the truth. Irrespective of the time period. And so this is what we see now from A'imba that live in our time. I'm not going to live in our time. That when there's a need for clarification of the truth and bayal of the haqq, getting you know, clarification and distinguishing the truth from the falsehood, then this is what is needed. And again, you'll find the speech, when you hear the speech about some of the scholars of our time, they will say, What about them? That they are splitting the people. They'll say that the scholars are splitting the people or that they are causing division, or they are asham al-fitan, they are individuals that are are causing fitna. However, the reality is, is that they are clarifying the truth and distinguishing the truth from the falsehood. Going back to what we was mentioning, that when it comes to clarifying the truth, people may state that this is splitting the Muslims. However, the Muslims do not become split by way of clarity. The Muslims become split by way of them, deviating from the source from the text. Deviating away from the speech of the message of Allah. Deviating away from what the Salaf were upon. This is when the splitting occurs. The splitting does not occur by way of clarity. By way of someone clarifying that which the is upon. And so when we have the speech of our, of our scholars... When they speak about the people of Barti, the people of falsehood, and they clarify to the people their falsehood. They did not, the scholars themselves, are explaining that which is occurring. Does that make sense? They explained that which is occurring by way of the falsehood. They did not themselves, the scholar himself did not bring the falsehood and thus discuss it. The falsehood was there already. And for what? It was upon the individual that is, a, that is a knowledge of the truth, he has to clarify the truth. If that that's a hajj, then when the time comes, now, then the truth needs to be clarified. Likewise, you have the statement, for example, of Muhammad ibn Sirin. They say Muhammad ibn Sirin, we Allah. Where, he mentions lamba kun besal and We don't used to ask about the isnad and the chain of narration. وَلَمَّا وَقَعَتِ الْفِتْنَةِ قُلْنَا لَنَا And when the fitna occurred, we stated, mentioned, or state for us your men, you're your isnad, your chain of narration. Where did you get your narration from? So the Hajjah occurred. The fit that occurred. The fit that referring to what if they want them? Cutting off of man. So this is the time of the Khulafar Rashidun. So the time of Khulafar Rashidun. And so this fit that occurred, the killing of man, Rila Anahu, and so then the, the people began to ask about the individuals because there's a need. there's a need for clarity at that point. And so when the time comes, then the clarity is called upon. As is understood, as a principle, لا يجوز تأخير البيان في it's not permissible to delay clarifying when there's a time of need, at the time of need. So if an individual is upon error, if an individual is upon misguidance, if an individual is upon deviation, I may spread that deviation to others. لا يجوز تأخير في وقت الحاجة. It's not permissible for a person to delay clarifying that truth at the time of need. And so, this is the way of the Salaf and the Ayyimba and the Ulama of our time, that when the time of need comes, and if there is there's a need for clarity, then it will be clarified. The truth needs to be clarified. And the reality is is the one that adheres, as mentioned here in the introduction, Shaykh Mugana the one that adheres to the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, the way of the companions and the way of the Salaf of, salah, the of al-Mafadala, this individual will be saved. As for the one that opposes it and turns away from it, then this is a means, and this will be the means for his destruction. As the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam states, تَرَقْتُكُمْ عَلَى albayda, Now, I left you upon a clear way. Unless you put a clear way, it's night, it's light, it's day. Duration original to duration. La yuziqa anna illa No one deviates from it except for the one that is thus destroyed. That's what for the one that is just destroyed. Likewise, Allah Ta'ala says: Al-Yum Ya As-Salati La Kafaroo Bi <inaudible> and this is the day in which those that disbelieve will be in a state of anguish and worry by way of that which they are, they took as a deed. So do not fear them, but fear me. I fear Allah. Ta'ala. Today, I have completed religion for you, or a religion for you, completed my favor upon you and chosen Islam as your religion. This is the point of the Ishtima Karimah. This is what delights the people. Amma al ala ittifaquna alī, wa ba'duna fi' And so as for the one that states that we come together upon that which we agree upon. However, we pardon one another upon what which we disagree upon. Then as it stated, if the, this is not if the اختلافات if the differing is in أكيدا if the differing comes to reciting if it comes to issues in fiqh, then there may be there may be a means for differing in that occur, in that affair of course because we mentioned last week differing is off how many times two, two times now. And they are what? The ikhtilaf of tanawwa, which is? The ikhtilaf is permissible. The is essentially permissible. The ikhtilaf, the difference which occurs when it comes to the furor, the subsidiary offense. So, the ikhtilaf in the fiqh. The mas'at Fakhia. So, there might be an ikhtilaf when it comes to the mas'at For example, the individual, he differs as to... Where he puts his hands after Rukur. The common uh, Khilaf we mentioned. Where the person puts his hands after Rukur. He comes up from Rukur at the Salah. Where does he put his hands? Does he puts his hands back by his side. Does he puts his hands back on his chest. Or oh, the Khilaf, the person, when they're sitting in the Tashahud, does he move his finger or does he keep his finger straight? Now, for example. The Khilaf I And then we have the other four with Khilaf. Which is? I wasn't thought of doing the term for it. Where there's this is echtilafat or where differing occurs in the usul. And this is not permissible to have this itilaf. And so when we have this statement here, the عَلَى alayhamaq da alayh. So we come together upon that which we agree upon and we and we excuse each other when it comes to that which we disagree upon, then this statement is one which is they referred to you can refer to as disingenuous. And rather, if they take this as a qaida when it comes to the Usul, then this is a Qaida Batila. This is a principle which is false. A false Ba'tila, a principle of a falsehood. And so, thus, when it comes to the Iqtilafat different then it's not permissible to differ when it comes to the Usul. And this is the principle here mentioned, which is the principle of the Ikhwali Muslimin and the Muslim Brotherhood. And a few points to mention in relation to this principle. First and foremost, this principle is based upon another false principle, so it's derived from another false principle. So when they say that we leave that which we disagree upon, and we come together and we come together with what we agree upon, so we we uh, we excuse each other, then this is upon another false principle, and that false principle is ala raya meaning that the ends justify the means so what is the ends that they wish to that they wish for they wish they wish for the ends of unity the Muslims now and what's the means that they're willing to take on board in order to justify that means or that or what's the means that they wish to, to use to justify that ends the means that they wish to take on board and they're willing to take on board, is that they will excuse any differing when it comes to the affair of Akina and Usul. Whilst we know that the Hak is one, the truth is one, we cannot say that there's many truths. Or the Ibarra you may hear now, people use as my truth. And the truth becomes this to it becomes related to us as individuals. So if a person says my truth, then there's another person can say my truth. How many truths are we going to have? Six million. There's six million on the earth, I believe. Maybe seven billion now. So seven million truths. Everyone says, it's my truth. The reality is, the truth is one. And so, this principle, when they say that, or that they base it upon, the end justifying the means. The means being the unity of the Muslims. Now, they seek for the unity, for Muslims to be united. Which is a goal, which is Mahmud, essentially. Of course, we all want Muslims to be united. But as we discussed previously, Muslims can only be united when it comes to uniting upon a correct creed, a correct belief. Everyone has to believe in one essential thing. Then there'll be unity. And so even though the mean or the, the goal is one which is correct, the means taken is one which is incorrect. Now and the goal of unity of uh, the people, irrespective of what they believe. Because if we say now we're going to leave off and we're going to excuse each other when it comes to the affairs of the usul, then no doubt this is going to mean that we're going to excuse each other when it comes to the affair of uh, their belief regarding the companions, for example. Or even worse, their belief regarding Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we're going to come together upon those that may negate some of the attributes of Allah we all actuals of Allah, We have to be there. Or we're going to unite with those that speak ill of the companions. The companions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praised. We're going to unite with those individuals. We're going to unite with those that make takfir of the, of the people based upon major sins. To so declare someone to be a normal for major, major sins. we unite upon them. With them, upon them. we unite with the individuals that see I mean the of suicide bombing, for example, which we have now, which is common or become common in the, the recent years. We be like with them, whilst we all just due to the fact that we all need to have unity. And the reality is that this is not a true unity. This is a unity of one falsehood. So That's the first point. So the first point in this is a, or this principle is based upon another false principle. The second point regarding this principle is that anything upon Barton, it never gets better. It will not improve over time, rather it will only become worse over time. And this is the reality of this principle, that this principle may have been introduced for the purpose of unity amongst the Muslims. And they say that the unity is amongst the Muslims and we bring the people together based upon the Islam, the to Islam, the, the scripture to Islam. And that we excuse one another upon error. Two, what is not happening is that they become, you have unity upon other than that afterwards and it becomes worse. So, you may have a discussion where people say we have unity with Ahlul Kitab, the people of the book. So we have unity with Ahlul Kitab. These are our brothers in relation to the book. So, initially it began with we want unity when it comes to those that ascribe to Islam. Thereafter, it says we want unity when it comes to the people of the book. The same individuals that state that Allah is standing for thalata Allah is the third of free the same individual that state that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a son the same individual that was state that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the form of Isa salam, was crucified and essentially killed and assassinated upon a cross we are meant to make we are meant to have a degree of uzo or the terrorists seeking the excuses for them, for these particular beliefs. Or the same individuals that state that Allah Ta'ala fought and wrestled with Ya'qub and lost with Alhamdulillah. So we're going to leave off those particular differences in that they would they would mention and describe it as a, so as a mere small affair and come together what that we agree upon and this is what we find when we have these particular gatherings and they become they become more and more widespread as the years have gone on where you have individual states that these are uh Unity events or interfaith dialogue. How many from the Amniya Barakalafikum say that we're going to involve ourselves and engage in interfaith dialogue? When did the Messenger of Allah وسلم, say that I'm going to engage in interfaith dialogue? I am with the Kufar Quraysh, for example, and the Mushaqid of Quraysh, they are worshipping the idols. We're going to involve. we're going to have interfaith dialogue with Shikil of An interfaith dialogue with the Yuhu, the Jews of Medina, Yathrib at the time. And we're going to have interfaith dialogue with the Christians in the Jazeera al Arab of the time. We're going to discuss what do you believe, what do I believe. Let's compare where you, what you believe, what I believe. No, rather, the way of the Agbiyah was a call which was unapologetic by the God of the it was a call which, as, which associated the truth with the truth and falsehood with the falsehood. It made it clear that this is the truth, really yeah, the the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without any partners. Anything that opposes that is falsehood. Because the reality is is that this affair of Bajambala Bajabala essentially flattery and false flattery is not aiding anyone. So when you come and have this interfaith dialogue, for example, it's merely a practice, an action of flattery. Discussing with a person, oh, we believe this and you must believe that as well. And we believe these things which are the same. It's flattery. But it doesn't benefit the person. Rather, the person should know, this is what you need to be upon for salvation. You need to worship Allah subhanahu wa for salvation. This is why you've been created. And hence why all of the Abuyah, when they came to their respective nations, they came and was Allah I they to worship Allah Ta'ala alone and stay away from the false deities. And not mere dialogue and speech without any ends to that means. So this essentially gets worse, as we mentioned. So you may have this interfaith dialogue. And it where it Encourages what is referred to, what is the terminology which is referred to as Wihtat al-Adiyan This terminology of unity of The uh, Religions it's Bringing all the religions together course, no doubt, is bought falsehood Thereafter, it becomes even worse And this is what you find now Where it has A general, where you have a general unity and they will say that these are our brothers in humanity, for example. And so we are only united now upon the fact that we're human beings. There is no form of taweez. There's no distinction. The distinction that we had before, and that distinction that we were upon the one person upon the heart, the distinction upon the akidah, upon creed, is is diminished. The affair of al wala wal Loving and hating for the sake of Allah is diminished. Why? Because they state it and they seek to diminish that uh, particular affair, beginning with trying to bring everyone together that ascribes to Islam. Irrespective of what they believe in, irrespective of what their creed is, irrespective of what the foundation of their belief is. And then they they become worse and they will say that we need to bring everyone together that believes in the book. Then, we need to bring everyone together that believes in a deity. Then, we need to bring everyone together that is a human being. And so, essentially, this is the nature of bidah. This, nat- this is the nature of innovation. Innovation slowly, slowly becomes worse and worse over time. And the time, will increase the people upon this affair of Misguidance, hoping essentially to lead the person eventually to kufr, to disbelief. Beginning with the call, cool, with that call. Cool, and allow that call, cool, that, that particular way, to go on and on. The third thing we want to mention in to this particular principle as well is that many individuals, and it's been repeated over time. Many individuals will state that it's possible to have a because the companions differed in akhida. They will say that the companions differed in akhida. The reality is, is that the companions did not differ when it came to the usul. So they may have different when it comes to the the, the time in which the, or the difference between when the pen and the arsh was created. And the difference between the khalq of the qalam and the khalq of the arsh. When was the pen created when was the foe created? This is Aqeelah. No doubt we affirm that Allah created them. It's from our belief in Allah. However, it's not from the usul of aqeena. And so this is not a difference when it comes to the usul. If a person believes upon the evidences that the arsh was created first, this does not affect the usul of his creed. If the person believes that the pen was created first, it does not affect the usul of his creed. And this is something which is understood. And so, when it is stated that the companions did not differ in the Akhida, we understand by the Kalofikum that the companions did not differ when it came to the usul of the Akhidah. They did not differ when it came to the foundations. And so, the one that states and tries to use that as a proof that the companions differed in the Akhidah, then understand that the person again is being disingenuous. That the person is seeking, no doubt, to mention Akhilimatul haq. A word of truth. You need really the Habati. Intending by way of it, falsehood. So you're seeking to say a word of truth. Intending by way of that, falsehood. For indeed, the companions did not differ when it came to anything from the usul of the deen. From the foundations of the deen. Allah Ta'ala. those best. Now, and likewise, Automation. When it comes to any differing, however, whether it be the differing when it comes to the asul or the differing when it comes to the furor, yeah, the differing when it comes to the secondary affairs or the primary affairs, then the wajib, the obligation, is to return back to the delay, and follow the delay, follow the proof in all of the masa'il. As Allah Ta'ala states, and if you come to differ upon an affair, then we turn it back to Allah and His Messenger. i don't the, the text, the ayat, the hadith. Then this is not, and this is and there's there's room for this for form different, then this should not be something that brings about splitting amongst the Muslims. وفيهم 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 and as amongst Ahnul Sunnah, you have a Hanafi, you have a Maliki, you have a Shafi'i, and you have a Hanafi, or you have a Hadbali rather. And you will not find that they differ. I differ when it comes to the Sun. Now I do praise you to Allah all the time. When I meet the farrokuh, and they will not differ, and they will not split. For akida toh buaheena, why? Because the akida, the creed, is one. When kana fi at fi atba'ihim bal khalafuhum fi al-akida, even though you may find that the followers, some of the followers of these ahima. Or claim that those souls that claim to follow these Aimba. Now, those that claim to follow Imam Abu Khalifa. Those that claim to follow Imam Shafi. Those that claim to follow Imam, Imam Malik. Those that claim to follow uh, Imam Ahmed. You may have those that oppose Akhina. Even so. Then this is the reality. The Ahlul Sunnah come together upon the correct creed. So you may have those. We have those that are from the Aqeed that uh, follow the Madhab of Imam Ahmed, or those that f- are from the Hanifiyya, those that follow the Madhab of uh, Abu Hanifa, or the, those, are Shafi'i. those that follow the Madhab of Imam Shafi, or the Malikiyya, those that follow the Madhab of Imam Malik. We have those that oppose the Imam in reality, oppose these Imams in the Aqeedah. Rather, their scripture to them is in their film. Only their film. فِي فَهُوَ لَهُمْ As for the Akina, then he is one that opposes them. And those individuals in reality are not regarded as being followers of those A'imah. So you have this, you have these individuals, and there are many in this country, where they'll say that I'm Hadafi. However, they oppose the Aqidah of Imam Abu Hanifa. In reality, he's not al Hadafi. He's not upon the Aqida of Imam Abu Hadifa I don't want to by saying Shafi'i by Sufi. My father. He's opposed the Aqidah of Imam Shafi'i. The one that says Hanafi, however, he negates some of the and attributes of Allah, which is widespread. Then the reality is he's not upon the Aqidah of, of uh, Abu Khalifa. Or, the person may say, is Hanbali. hambali. Come in the and say that they're hambali. However, they're upon the Aqidah of the Khawarij. They're upon the, the Aqidah of the Khawarij. I do take fear. This is not the matter of the Aqidah uh, of Imam Ahmed. And so in reality, this intisab is intisab saham al-fiqh. It's an saham as a description which is a description of fiqh. And does not carry any weight. Because the reality the that is a description in Aqidah. That's what the person describes for the Imam. In addition to that, some of our mashayf, from them, Shaykhana, Shaykh Ubaid rahimahullah, he mentions that a person cannot state that he's a Talib, he's a student of a particular shaykh, and he's from the Tulab of Sheikh Fulan. If he's not with him and he doesn't have uh, the correct or the, the same akidah as that shaykh. So he has a different, completely different creed to the shaykh. However, he ascribes himself to that shaykh. Rather, the reality is that a inscription is an inscription which is false. That a scripture is an inscription which is false. The one that is truly the one that is truly a student of that shaykh is the one that has benefited from that shaykh. And of course will have benefited from him in his creed. in In the belief that he has. And so they are not regarded as being followers of these imba. And this is what has been defined by the ulama from them Al-Babaari, Rahimahullah. I've read him. To have laid out the correct creed and the correct path by way of the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Mess of His Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, as well as the guidance of the Salaf. With Asy'al, Yashir share alay al yahar Muslimun. So that the Muslims may traverse upon that particular way. Wahada bilasihati Allah wa li rasulih wa li kitab wa li wa musiyu'ahati. And this is the reality of Nasiha, lillah. I sincere advice making to Allah, His Messenger, His Book, the leaders amongst the Muslims, and the general people amongst them. And if you was if it was a reality that the people were or this affair was to be hidden from the people and so it was one which would not, hadn't been clarified or there, would, there were not any authorships in relation to it, then you'd find that many of the people would have gone astray. I saw so in reality that these facts; these texts such as these, the texts such as these are a ni'mah, are a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And a means of a khujjah, I establish in the proof of Allah Ta'ala. And thus this is the reality of these texts. Well, alhamdulillah. And that's the conclusion of uh, Sheikh Salih Fawzad's introduction to this text. Allah. in our next lesson, we'll go on to begin the text. And begin from the speech of the Baba Bahari, Rehimahullah, Wallah, Ta'ala, Allah, Jazakam, Allah, Khair, Wabarak, Allah, who Fikum, Wabarak, and the Muhammad, wa Ali, he was happy, he wa sending them, Wallah, and the Alhamdulillah, Rabbil, Ali.